What's going on, everybody? Here we are, Tuesday morning, 7.15 a.m. Sorry about that. That one got away from me. I apologize. All right, I'm going to make this a quick one. And I say that this is a quick one, but I'm just going to bitch the whole time. And it's probably not going to be quick. First of all, shout out to the LSU Tigers. I think that's who it was. For thumping the Georgia Bulldogs. I think it was LSU. For thumping the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, just Nick Saban. Uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Urban Meyer. Uh, Steve Spurrier running the score up on the Georgia Bulldogs. Shout out to the Tigers for making it work making it a more level playing field in the SEC East than it's ever been in the history of the world. You've got three teams competing for number one in the SEC East to go to the SEC Championship halfway through the season, granted. And one of those teams is the Kentucky Wildcats. I can't believe it right now. If I was any any happier with how my team has played so far, there would be rainbows and flowers shooting out of my ass. But anyway, I think a more important thing is also a big shout out to my Pittsburgh Steelers for getting the W on the last minute drive down the field against the prison squad jokers that are Cincinnati Bengals. And I say that because that guy, those guys, the Bengals, I swear, those teams are the biggest group of clowns in the NFL. I mean, seriously. You remember, it never gets better with this team. It never does. First of all, here's how bad Marvin Lewis, here's how bad the back office, uh, or the, uh, the whatever, whatever you want to call it, here's how bad that team sucks ass. Here's how bad that group of guys is, okay? At least the Cleveland Browns had the balls to rotate quarterbacks and coaches for years until they figured out a combination that could win them two games, okay? They, they, they tried to do it. The Cincinnati Bengals owner, president of operations, whatever the hell, all those guys, that ballless team of jokers, They haven't won a playoff game in 20 years, and they are so afraid to fire Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis has that team by the balls right now. The only coach in the history of the NFL to have a career with a team this long and not win a playoff game. I don't care that they're 4-1, 5-1, whatever the hell their record is. They They can't make it outside of the first round. That team blows. And they got the biggest team of convicts ever. You remember 10 years ago, everybody was getting arrested on the Bengals team in the offense. Marvin Lewis had no control of that team. Wouldn't fire him. They were trash. Now, they're actually playing pretty decent. They got a decent squad of guys. They still can't win a game in the playoffs. Vontez Perfect is the... I don't even, there's not even a good, there's not even a good bad name I can give him that really describes him. He's just such a piece of crap. 
I mean, the guy is deliberately going out there to hurt somebody every single game. And the NFL is just as ballless as the Cincinnati Bengals back office. They won't do anything about it. But whatever, to hell with them. We go through adversity and drive down the field like a bunch of damn savages and score at the end of the game and put the kibosh on a Cincinnati Bengals win just to rub their dumb faces in it. Screw those guys. To hell with them all. And then, of course, the, you know, the Patriots and the Chiefs play another non-defensive game and score 100 points, 150 points between them. You know, obviously not really, but still. I mean, it's just ridiculous the lack of defense there is in the league. Making Mahomes and the Patriots' defense making Mahomes and Tyreek Hill look like football gods. You know, they're making Tyreek Hill look like Bo Jackson. Just ridiculous. And then, here's the real topic I wanted to get to. I wake up this morning, you know, the, the, um, the pack... And the 49ers played last night, Monday Night Football. I didn't watch it because I don't give a shit about either team. Screw those guys. I, however, I didn't realize that... Uh, I didn't realize that the uh, the Packers were looking so good this season, you know, as far as the record is concerned. But anyway, I... Uh, you know, I'm making my coffee this morning, and I'm checking checking me old Twitter, scrolling down the news feed there, and I see I see this thing. I see this headline: another masterpiece from Aaron Rodgers. Which I'll get into how I feel about Aaron Rodgers, but, but I already think, okay, great, they're sucking his dick already. Um, so <laughs> I I watch the video. Okay, here's what you don't do when you want to st- when when you want to start a video, a tagline. Another masterpiece by Aaron Rodgers. Here's what you don't do: you don't show three over th- three bad passes or three overthrown, or maybe it was just no, it was just two. You don't want to start the video by showing two overthrown uh, overthrown balls, one bad call by the referees, one underthrown miracle catch by one of your receivers. And then one regular ass throw that any receiver in the NFL should have been able to catch leading up to a field goal. That's what you don't do when you want to say another masterpiece by the quarterback. I, I seriously, I don't understand it. I really don't. And as a, as a Steelers fan, I, I know you may be saying you may be saying on the other side, well, you're a Steelers fan. I'm sure you think Ben Roethlisberger is the greatest thing since sliced bread. No, I'm not. Because he's not. He isn't. Now, there's no argument. You just can't that he's not a great quarterback cuz he is. He's he is one of the league's great quarterbacks. He holds he holds lots of records in the NFL. Two-time Super Bowl champion, okay? Youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, okay? And he's one of the biggest he's one of the biggest guys to ever go back there and sling it. All right? He's an old-school gunslinging quarterback, which is what I like personally. And there's nobody, I don't care what anybody says, there is nobody in this game playing right now. Maybe, maybe in the previous years you could say there was somebody better. There's nobody in this game that runs a two-minute offense 
better than Ben Roethlisberger. His no-huddle offense is unmatched, and his ability to stay in the pocket, his pocket presence is is obscene. It's unheard of. No, Nobody's is better than him. In this league right now, nobody can stand in there and feel somebody coming and shake off those haters and sling the ball 50 yards for a touchdown. Nobody is better than him. In this league right now, there's nobody that does it better than him. There just isn't. I have no problem admitting Tom Brady is the best quarterback in the NFL. Probably the best quarterback of all time. I got no problem admitting that. I got no problem admitting that maybe Drew Brees is the second best quarterback in the NFL. Just because, you know, he's got the records to prove it. You know? He's got the records to back him up. Ben Roethlisberger is definitely top five. Okay? But I'm not just riding his dick just because he's a, he's the Steelers quarterback. He's the proof is in the pudding. He's shown that he's a good QB. Okay, but Aaron Rodgers, I just don't get it. Everybody is talking about how good Aaron Rodgers is, and you know I had a guy that I work with say, "Think about it like this: Tom Brady goes down. We call Tom Brady the best quarterback ever, maybe best player ever. Tom Brady goes down. Bill Belichick's going to throw another quarterback in." into that system and they're going to win and there's proof in that just because of how they did it with Matt Castle okay but that's that's a bad example because they always have a good offense they always have a good offense you could you could put me in there I can't throw the ball very far I'm not even that accurate but if all I got to do is throw to guys like Edelman and and uh, Josh Gordon and Gronk we're going to win some football games. All I got to do is learn the system. That's that's how good their offense is. Okay? And so then th- this guy tells me, he says, you take Aaron Rodgers out of that system there, out of, out of that Mike McCarthy quarterback and, and, and offense system, they go nowhere. They have nobody but Aaron Rodgers. And first of all, that's horseshit. He's always had good receivers. Where have these people been? He's had Donald Driver. He's had Jordy Nelson. He has Randall Cobb. All of these guys. These are great receivers that he's had. That he's always. Those are his go-to guys. Those three guys. And he has other guys that are bring, bringing it in whose names I don't remember. But he's had three all-star, all-pro, whatever you want to call them, receivers that he can throw the ball to. And they almost always have a good defense. Okay, almost always have a good defense. I mean, Clay Matthews is a beast, and he's always played for them. Okay, so first of all, that example doesn't even work. You take Aaron Rodgers out, and they're not going to win. That's not even the case. And then second of all, he's good because he got his team in the position to win a quarterback. Because if you are the quarterback, you're the captain of the team. That's just how it works. At least offensively, that's how it works. You know what I'm saying? So. It is what it is, <clears throat> excuse me, it is what it is there, you know, whatever, whatever whatever you want to call that, that's how it goes. But, I don't understand what it is about everybody that are, you know, he's, he's, this coming into this season, he's ranked the number one overall player in the league, you know, as far as player rankings are concerned. They've got him ranked as the number one overall player in the league. Year in and year out, no matter how terrible they do, Aaron Rodgers is always considered the best quarterback. I don't get it. I don't understand it. 
Where's the proof? Where's the body of work? One Super Bowl and a bunch of seasons that end in the playoffs. I don't understand it. I, I, I really don't. And then you talk about last night, this masterpiece by Aaron Rodgers, when really the masterpiece was in the leg of his kicker for putting it through the uprights and winning the game for him. Because at the end of the day, if the receivers don't make the grabs to put them down the field and give them a 30-yard field goal attempt, they're not winning the game either way. And if it was, if it had been solely up to Aaron Rodgers, the game was over. He had two bad passes and a blown call by the, by the referees, okay? You got a guy... You got a guy diving for Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers, being a reasonable quarterback, turns and runs out of the pocket, and the guy grabs his ankles, and that's how he tackles him. Illegal contact, 15 yards, give him the first down. What? Are you serious right now? Are you kidding me? That's that's what it's going to be. The game was over. The 49ers defense had shut that offense down. They had put pressure on Aaron Rodgers. He couldn't get an open man if he had to. He was he was way overthrowing people. And then they blow a call and give him 15 yards. And you know, here's the thing. I I'm not even saying this as a person who doesn't like the Packers. I don't like them just because they're not my team, but they're in the NFC. I don't care about the Packers until it comes to the playoffs. Unless the Steelers happen to make it to the Super Bowl and they got to play the pack again. I don't care about them until December and January. You know, it doesn't matter to me what they do in the regular season. Whatever. The NFC is so weak anyway. It doesn't doesn't mean anything to me. And I will stand by that because the NFC is trash. I don't care what anybody says. But anyway, whatever. I just don't, I, I don't, another masterpiece by Aaron Rodgers. Two overthrown balls, a blown call, one underthrown miracle catch, one catch any receiver should be able to make, and a field goal. And it's a made field goal to win the game at the last second, and it's a masterpiece by Aaron Rodgers. Granted, he did, he did salvage a first down run out of a broken play. I will I will give him that. Just just being honest, it is what it is. I'm not going to be totally hypocritical and biased. He did have a bro- totally broken play that was either going towards a sack or an incomplete throwaway ball and he chose to go straight up the middle and take the run and then he gave himself up, you know. Uh he gave himself up to uh to get the first down. That was a good play. I'm not going to take anything away from him there. It's it's what you should do. In his position, it's it's the it, it's what anybody in that la- that last minute drive. It's what any good quarterback should have done. Okay, so whatever. That was that was a good move by him. Can't argue with that one. But still, we're talking about a last minute, literally last minute series. That was. Hang on, let me think. You're talking about a last minute series that was one, two, three. Okay, incomplete, 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 but a bad call. Uh, first down run, miracle catch, 
generic catch field goal. Seven plays, a seven play long last minute series. Aaron Rodgers only really, Aaron Rodgers only did the right thing twice the entire time. Aaron Rodgers only provided something good to his team twice. I mean, I say that this is a miracle catch, by the way, because if you go back and you look at it, the guy that he's throwing the ball to is in double coverage. Okay, he's got a guy, he's got a guy on his back left that's coming in behind him, and he's got a guy in front of him. Aaron Rodgers underthrows underthrows the ball, so his receiver has to turn around backwards and go into contact to catch him. Okay, so that say say what you want if you want to say, well, it was a perfectly thrown ball. He put it to only to where only his receiver could have got it. But the problem is, and and you know, Jason Witten would say you got to help your quarterback out on that one and everything like that. But that's because guys like Jason Witten. You know, guys like Heath Miller that play that tight end position, they don't drop the ball, okay? If the ball is in arm's length of them, they're coming down with it. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, that's it's a totally separate deal. It's not, you can't even, you shouldn't even use that as an excuse. You know what I mean? But anyway, they, um, you know, he throws this ball probably a yard or two behind his receiver so his receiver has to stop and turn and reach into coverage he had to reach past the defender to make the grab if it wasn't for that receiver you're looking at a you're looking at another underthrown over bad throw by Aaron Rodgers and the story probably changes right now you, the, the headline probably come probably goes to 49ers make a last minute stand to give the Green Bay Packers their first loss in a year and a half or whatever the hell it is you know what I mean but whatever that's not the way it happened so I'm I'm just saying you know the Packers did what they had to do to win the game but more credit needs to go to those receivers and that kicker than anybody else on that team because they had to put more of the work in than Aaron Rodgers. And, what you know, you say whatever you want, Aaron Rodgers playing on an injury and what, you know, all that. I'm going to call it bullshit. All that bullshit. You know, whatever. We can say that if you want to. But personally, I look at it, I, I think it's a joke. Just being straight up. Just being honest with you, I look at that and I think it's a joke. Because he didn't show... When I looked at the game, when I when I saw the the highlights, the plays of the game, Aaron Rodgers didn't show that anything was wrong with him until he was trying to sell that illegal that BS illegal contact call that they got because a guy was already in motion to tackle when Aaron Rodgers started to run away from him and clipped him. And you know what? It doesn't even matter because if Aaron Rodgers had stood there and took the hit, they would have thrown a flag for unnecessary roughness because the guy would have probably landed on him with his full body weight, which is another BS rule that they've come up with. I mean, they've made it impossible for you to for defense to make plays on the ball. That's why that's why the NFC is so soft and that's why the Patriots are so soft because the 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 league has designed the rule book to be in favor of offense instead of defense. There's no there's no room 
for grinded out plays. You've got to have a badass squad of linebackers and secondary, you know, safeties and corners and stuff like that if you want to have a chance of winning a game defensively. Because you've got to have guys that can catch the ball because they, they, they can't go for the quarterback. You can't rush the quarterback in this league because if you hit them above the waist and you land on them, that's a flag. If you hit them below the waist, that's a flag. Doesn't matter what the what the situation is, what the what the motion is, or what you know, it's going to be a flag. You're going to get in trouble for it. So personally, I think that it's all it's all BS. It's a bad system, but whatever. It is what it is. I just wish that we could look at stuff, you know, objectively. When we look at the end of the game and we are calling for a you know a, another masterpiece by a player, we need to look at this objectively and actually, you know see what it took to win the game, who the key people were to win the game. Because I think if you are looking at that objectively, if you Aaron Rodgers contributes, contributes, really he contributes one good play. The other catchable ball that he threw that was a, a, another big gain by them to go down the field, you know, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. That's, that's how it works. You know what I'm saying? That it is what it, you know, that's, there's no surprise there. Congratulations, you showed up and you did your job. You threw a catchable ball. Whatever. It's it's a joke and it's a mess. I just, I I hate it that they they give him all the credit like he's some kind of god or something. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to me, bitch, this morning. Got to go to work.